0: What's up everybody, Pat here and welcome to episode 522 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Alrighty, here's today's question from Daniel.
1: Hey Pat, this is Daniel from createmytherapistwebsite.com. Uh, first off, I just want to thank you so much for the content that you create Um I swear if I could reach through the internet and hug you I would you have changed the trajectory of my career and my life um so my question is about monetization of my blog I'm only 3 months into uh blogging and I'm trying to build my list and my my big goal my main focus is to create a course to sell uh that will help therapists and counselors build their own websites so um, I'm wondering how I should monetize it. I've got affiliate links in there, but I'm wondering if I should strictly focus on the course itself, just work on that, make that great, or should I maybe have some other products in there that are kind of, uh, cheaper that, that I could offer people in the meantime to kind of build momentum and, uh, that sort of thing. Um, so trying to be patient, but also wondering if there's some quick things I could do in the meantime. Thanks.
0: Hey, Daniel, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. And uh, here's a virtual hug for you. I don't know what that grunting noise meant. But, yeah, virtual hug, and uh, I appreciate all the kind words and all that, good, all that good stuff. So thank you so much for the support. Uh, to help you out, monetization, great job that you're thinking about this. Even though you're only three months in, I think it's fantastic that you're doing it this early. Everybody, everybody, even when they're just starting, should think about monetization doesn't necessarily mean that you should monetize from day 1 because you have to build a relationship. You have to understand who your audience is and all that sort of stuff. But you should at least think about what you could potentially do to monetize so that you can have a business. A business is is not anything really until unless you're you're, you know, earning money and, you know, making it a business because that's what a business is. So, so this is great news. So, in terms of monetization, Daniel, if I were in your position, I would first consider that maybe a course isn't actually the best option. It may very well be, but I wouldn't make that decision yet. What's nice is now that you're early in the blogging process, you have the ability to reach out and connect with people who are on your email list and in your comment section and in your social profiles uh, in your social following really make that connection now and discover exactly what their pains and problems are. It might not even be the fact that it is something to help them build a website, but you wanna make sure that you are able to solve their biggest pains and problems. And if you find that, well, building a website and setting up their own shop online is there uh, or is a pain uh, point that they have and something that you know you could provide an answer for, well, then that's great. But then the secondary question is, well, how you can best provide that solution? Is it a course is that which, you know, a course has certain implications. They have to buy the thing, and then they have to take action on what it is that they do uh, to, or, or on what you teach to be able to create that course, which is perfectly fine. A lot of people want to do th- things by themselves, and that's what a course allows people to do. There's also the other end of it, Daniel, which may be a service. So you have to discover whether or not that these people want to do it themselves or whether they want somebody else to do it for them. Now, of course, a service isn't necessarily going to be passive, at least not immediately, but it just shows you that they want somebody to do this for them. But there is a solution to productize that particular service. So in, instead of a course where you're actually teaching people how to build websites for therapists, you can serve up and provide a website yourself that is already designed, or that you designed for these people, but instead of working one-on-one with clients, which can often be a long, drawn-out process, you could actually productize that service. Where people then buy a website from you, and there's a certain expectation on what it will look like already and what will be provided with it, and takes away a lot of the unknowns that are that are in the beginning. And uh, you could, you know, charge a lot more for that than a course. And it's something you wouldn't charge as much for as sort of a customized white glove service. Uh, there's a great interview I did with Brian Castle, C A S E L. And you can find that at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 158. That was in session 158. So again, that URL is, and I highly recommend uh, you listen to this, especially if you have a service-based business and you want to learn how to productize it, uh, that is smartpassiveincome.com slash session 158. And in that episode, Brian reveals a three-step process for productizing your service, which means is if you're providing something, like say, for example, you are building websites for people, which is exactly what Brian did. He was able to productize that, and that means being able to sell that uh, as a package, essentially, uh, with a particular outcome, a particular deliverable. And the way that it is passive is that you are hiring other people to help create this for you, or creating tools to help uh, really make this, uh, you know, to document the procedures and streamline the workflow, so that you can hand it off to somebody else. So then you can just work with people. And get you know work on the marketing and getting them to buy this quote service from you, where in really it's just productized, and uh, it's um, man, it's it's such a cool solution to scaling the service-based business. So you want to check that out. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 158. But rewinding a little bit, I want to talk a little bit more about this this validation, this idea of, well, you have, to, you have to talk to your audience. And again, like I said, because you're just starting out, because your user base isn't as huge as other people's, it gives you a great opportunity to actually have a deeper connection with these people and to discover what their biggest pains and problems are. I I go through this whole process in my upcoming book called Will It Fly? Get more information about that at willitflybook.com. But this research part and discovering what those major pains and problems are is a huge component and then validating that. So what I would actually do uh, as you move forward, Daniel, whether you, n- no matter how you determine to best provide these solutions for your audience, you want to validate, which means before you even create that course or before you make this thing an actual product or service, you validate with a small segment of your audience. It's taking these big, large scale items, these courses, these products, these services, and turning them into small scale experiments with a controlled group of people such as a beta group or early bird adopters or, or what have you, and that allows you to see if there is a demand there and to see if people will actually pay for it. And yes, you are getting paid for these things up front, even before you make these things. And I know this sound, might sound outlandish to a lot of you, and I actually talk about this in the book, but this is something that's happening all the time now. Uh, Brian Harris, uh, Noah Kagan, these are people who I feature in Will It Fly who have who have uh, validated their business ideas before creating them. And additionally, we're used to doing this now through things like Kickstarter. When you purchase something on Kickstarter, a lot of times that thing isn't even created yet. But it's a way for people to say, yes, I want that thing. And it's a way for that product owner who has that idea to make sure that that is worth continuing. And, of course, if they don't get the pledge money, well, then – They know that something is up and they have to reassess and figure it out before they actually build it. This is as opposed to what most people traditionally do, which is they build something and they shout from the rooftops and they say, buy my thing, and then nobody buys it and they don't know why. Well, the validation process is an iterative process or a methodical process whereby you know what's happening at each stage, and if something doesn't check out, you don't move on to the next one. So at this stage, you're you you know you're doing a great job because you're building that audience, you're building those relationships, you're discovering exactly what people need, you're coming up with this hypothesis on what people want, and then you validate it by having people pay to get access to these things and to work with you as you build them beforehand. And you don't need a lot of people to... Uh, to, to to vote with their money, I guess you could say, uh, because you can't you can have a lot of people who say, yeah, I would totally buy that, but then when push comes to shove and you put a sales page in front of them, they don't. So you need to make sure beforehand that this is something people want before you build it, and it'll make you feel more comfortable. So Daniel, if I could somehow go into the future and give you my book already, uh, I would do that. Although, of course, like I said, it's coming out. Willitflybook.com, launching February 1st. Uh, so that's how, I would go, that's how I would go about it. So Daniel... Hopefully that answers your question and gives you a lot of things to think about, and I continue uh, to wish you the best of luck moving forward, and I look forward to hearing from you in the future to see how you uh, roll with this. So let me know how it goes. I also want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the the show. Thank you so much, and for everybody out there who is asking questions, thank you. Just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And uh, yeah, again, one, once more, I want to mention willitflybook.com coming out February 1st. Super stoked about it. And uh, just like I teased a little bit in this episode to answer Daniel's question, it's all about validating your business idea and uh, also goes a lot into market research, too, to help you discover what the biggest pain points of your, your of your audience is uh, so you can determine exactly what to do moving forward and if it's going to check out or not. So go ahead and check it out one more time, willitflybook.com launching February 1st. And as always, I like to end with a quote. And today's quote comes from Mark Zuckerberg, of course, founder of Facebook. He says, if you just work on stuff that you like and you're passionate about, you don't have a master plan with how things will play out. Which is really interesting, but goes back to what I said earlier, like Daniel, he's thinking about how to monetize his business, which I think is really important. So that is gonna help him figure out how this all plays out. But it starts with what you're passionate about, but it's not just that. It's about building a business too. And hopefully you're doing that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects.